0: Tonight on Z Ship Chasing, we review our dynasty mock draft from a few nights ago, and we head into the lobby to draft the baseball mania team. wee oui, wee, oui, it is us. Uh, Z Ship Chasing. Pat Fryer, Helmo. <laughs> this is why. This is why I'm hot. Anita, hand, hand job. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Tony? You? you can't handle the heat. It he looks like we're finally this boy right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That uh Oh, sorry, Pat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect. It can't even be on the stream anymore. You know, the, uh, the, fu- the funny thing, I had decided in my head about three minutes ago that I was going to do that for the cold open, but then we were talking before the stream, and then right when I pressed play on the cold open, I go, oh, yeah, I was going to do a French accent, and I immediately uh, remembered I needed to do that. Uh,
1: <laughs> it was well, jarring but... because we're, like, talking, and then you're like, all right, hang on, I got to do this open, and then you're like, oh, we we. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, this is the question that everyone has been asking since uh last thursday night they want all the details some of it you shared already in the ship chasing discord what happened on uh friday morning but why don't you give people a recap of the fallout from the epic draft stream
1: i mean the fallout was like a 48 hour hangover <laughs> I, I got i got drunk uh um, we, we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my uh my wife, sweetheart that she is, um, cleaned up my office the next morning and thinks that I maybe drank more than I ever had, which I think is maybe a little bit of an exaggeration. But I couldn't no, believe I... how many beers you'd had. That was the okay. part where, like, I knew you'd had a lot of liquor, <laughs> but when you showed the beers, I was blown away. <laughs> like, truly, like <laughs> it was so not, not proud, honestly. <laughs> no, we've we've been talking about um, how I've been quitting uh, chew. And, and yeah. some of the people in the chat have, have had some really nice things to say. I've had a lot of people reach out and I realized that was the first stream where, so I've been chewing the nicotine gum for a while, but that was the first stream where I had gone completely off the gum. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I, we did Barnwell the week before. And the day after was my last day. I actually had some like I was really trying to get completely off of it. So Friday, the week before, like a week prior is when I stopped doing it. I think what happened, I started drinking and normally I'm like, I throw a chew in or I throw in some nick like I, one of the pieces of gum and the nicotine is sort of like this other little buzz or kind of mellows me out. But for the draft stream, I was already like super excited and everything, but rather than having that nicotine hit, it was just like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to have another drink. I'm just going to keep drinking. Uh-huh. And I just like, I hadn't like p- learned to pace myself. I fucking went, I went hard.
0: <laughs> like I went, <laughs> I went way too hard. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think I mentioned it on the draft stream, but when I was doing the fantasy life stuff, I, I was like checking in on your guys just peeking in on the chat. And so I obviously had it on mute. And like three different times I looked over and you're showing your drink to the camera. And I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, this is uh Bed is gonna be coming in hot.
1: Well, so I woke up the next day not really sure what happened. And I and my my wife had watched a lot of it, and so you know, often when I get too drunk with her at a wedding or something, I hear about the next day and I, I did some really stupid stuff. But she at least like she was like, you know, I, I watched most of it. To, I figured I should watch and see how bad it was. And she's like, yeah, you know, you were pretty good. You're pretty funny. So she told me some of the stuff that I didn't really remember a lot. Obviously, I got, <laughs> got pretty drunk. I tried to go back and watch it though. And I was like, I couldn't even watch myself. Like I was just like <laughs> interrupting everyone. It just like, I was like, I can't watch this. This
0: is so bad. Yeah. Someone was asking if you went and watched it all back. I, no. I, when I'm in your spot, I, I'm, I never watch back. It just, so
1: she, I wouldn't watch back either. Right. <laughs> That's what I did. She had talked about how I made fun of each person individually. And I very, very, Oh my god! That. I had actually, I goaded you
0: into that. That was, that was you really were fucking funny.
1: Dude, That's what she like said. I wasn't mean, was but I was like, I gotta yeah. listen back to this, and I found it, and I literally got through. Pat was the first one I was making fun of your hair or something. I called you James Dean, and I was like, I can't watch this. I'm like, I'm, I'm way well, too obnoxious. I'm not watching I, myself. I set you up because you you did that to me, and I was like, boom, roasted. Now roast this guy. Now roast this guy. So I had <laughs> you doing it. And yeah, you I crushed it. You, you it was like,
0: <laughs> I watched until you off. said
1: boom, roasted, and then I was like, nope, not watching any more of this. I now <laughs> watch this back i wanted to find the helmet scene too because like pete made a an emoji for the discord i couldn't i couldn't i didn't i stopped looking i didn't find it i, I actually what i think you could go back and watch the boom why DC did part. it was pretty funny was it yeah. yeah i mean i just i like annoy myself right when you watch yourself why who who sent me to put the helmet on <laughs> so I, I don't know <laughs>
0: I'm I can't. Sure Someone in the happened. chat will have. and, and <laughs> I, I know it doesn't show up when I pull it up on StreamYard, but I did even add the Ben Helmet emoji to the YouTube member emoji arsenal here. And uh, my guy, uh, Phil, and Phil, I saw your request. I will get this done. He wants me to add this one uh, in the Discord the you, the burping. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was genuinely amazing. So that I will get a- that one as well.
1: That was yeah. a good a video you clipped. Yeah, I enjoyed that <laughs> yeah. one. I saw that. <laughs> I, well, I couldn't help but notice. You, you say you should clip where you call the four wide receivers. I was, <laughs> the burp will go viral. Which one do you want? And you go, probably the burp. <laughs> and I was right. I loved your I was reaction, right. Pat. You're like every time I saw that clip, I was laughing really hard at your reaction, which because you were like really genuinely like. That's that is great comedic time. Like that's, a that's a no, you laid it like there's a beat, you could have done it too early, but you kind of gave it the right little beat and then a full,
0: powerful burp. Like, that's not easy oh, to do. Um, <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, if for some reason you guys happen to miss the uh, the Thursday or the yeah, last Thursday stream, Ben's not going to go and watch it back, but you can, in fact, go and you watch can. it back. Yeah, and and look, uh, bottom line, Gretch, is that.
1: You stayed for the whole show. You you didn't you didn't go pass out and leave the camera rolling. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's I don't even. I, don't I even know
0: did if it's
1: the top five of ship chasing drunks. <laughs> <laughs> I did wake up in this office on the floor, and I heard from someone. I think I was talking with Jacob afterward, and he was like, "Yeah, we were all chatting after the stream, and then you just disappear off the stream, and we were like, we figured you're okay, but like we weren't one hundred percent sure you're okay or something like that." Which I'm just like, I'm glad that even even after the stream was over, we were just chatting that I didn't leave it up all night. <laughs> and that I closed it before I went and slept on the floor.
0: Yeah, <laughs> speaking of pulling that move, John Daigle is in the crowd tonight saying, make uh, your fucking pick oh, in the sorry, dynasty Daigle. league, Matt. I'm
1: so sorry for... <laughs> I was like, I'm on ship chasing. They're like, great. well, the, the, That's when the draft will be happening anyway. All right, so I'm on the clock right now in this dynasty league. Talk I have the 105. It. B. John Robinson, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, and Jameer Gibbs just went. Who, who would you guys take? Wait, sorry, Bijan Gibbs. Who else? Bijan Richardson, Young, then Gibbs. Now I'm on the clock, and I'm holding up everybody. It's to be JSN or Stroud. I'm probably JSN. Oh, you're all right. If Gretz is JSN, then it's definitely JSN. I was I was wondering if you might give me the Stroud case. No, I think I I got I would be JSN. I I was not concerned about his landing spot. People were people seem really concerned about the Seattle landing spot for JSN I would just say that I'm not so yeah uh, i mean
0: i'm i don't love it for this year but um, it is in I fact mean, a dynasty league you're playing in though pat get forever i think yeah, I'm like, uh i'm trying to
1: figure out how to make this stupid pick i i think yeah i mean there's two good pass catchers ahead of him but we talk like we talked a lot about how that's actually sort of a a sneaky um, cue to target when there's like three really good uh, receiving weapons and it feels too concentrated. I know the first year we talked about this like a couple years ago was with the Bengals, like when Chase was a rookie and like Boyd and Higgins, they were all like, oh, there's not enough targets for him. I know we talked about it with the Cowboys around then. But like when you have too many – mouths to feed but it is still concentrated on those like three like look at like jacksonville last year it was so clearly concentrated on the three main receivers in ingram and really marvin jones wasn't a huge part of it but kirk zay jones and ingram were all very good last year in that offense i know it's difficult and it's not ideal to have to try to like feed three mouths i've seen the stats that are like you know there's only been x amount of teams that have ever had three guys have a 20% target share. That's like the extreme, but that's also because there are a lot of teams that have this type of setup and one guy goes down. And, and like, that's that's like the low key hidden upside for a JSN in this situation is what if Tyler Boyd misses four weeks or six weeks? Like then JSN just steps into a passing game where since DK Metcalf's been drafted four straight seasons, both Metcalf and Lockett have had a hundred plus targets. No one else has had 65. Like it's been very concentrated on those two, now it'll be a little bit more concentrated on all three. Like Jason's definitely going to have 65 plus, but it's also a situation where if, if either, you know, again, Lockett or Metcalf misses, Jason steps into that top two again. There's no other like weapons yeah. down downstream. It's it's a concentrated team and they've done things concentratedly. And then there was the whole thing last year. We won to pigeonhole Tyler Lockett into the Cooper cup role in the Shane Waldron offense. Like what if Jackson Smith and Jigba, is in the Cooper cup role in the Shane Waldron offense. Like, Hey, how come we haven't done the, the bull case
0: on this yet? Cause that's what I'm like. I like pretty, that. I'm pretty excited about that. There you go. Uh, we got Curtis Patrick in the chat, giving you a live play by play, uh, on the, I mean, this guy, di- are you guys doing a live dynasty? draft? Yeah. Do you have like a, they're an, all, a they're all hanging out? Yeah, they're all hanging out. I would love to be part of it, but, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Gretchen. <laughs>
1: Well, no, I'm not going to bail on ship chasing, but I'm just saying, you know, that's, I, I mean, you'd love to be a part of here.
0: it. I mean, by all means, we, we, we,
1: we, <laughs> I was just um, saying, you know, this is a standing thing that we couldn't, it, work it's a live rookie draft. All right. I'm trying to the figure uh, out how to draft a player. All right. It's a live rookie draft, which MFL has something screaming in my ears about this. Oh, what's going on? Anyway, a pick is made.
0: All right. The Let thing me know when I'm made. on the clock again. Uh, Also, real quick, I'll put a plug in. I I should mention uh, seeing Daigle in the chat. I am doing uh, another Best Ball After Dark stream uh, Friday night uh, with Daigle. So if you are a ship chasing YouTube member, you will get access to that private stream uh, and a little Cinco de Mayo action with Daigle. What could go wrong? looking forward to that um we are also going to hop into best ball mania draft here shortly but before speaking of dynasty i thought it would be fun to pull up our dynasty mock draft that we did a few weeks back with blair and ron stewart and uh, jj and see how some of these picks aged here and when i was pulling Mm. it up like the the start of this and i will tell you this right now and you guys probably saw this a bit blair got absolutely roasted in the comments for jameer gibbs you're right you right. People were raking him over the coals, and God, was he right? He put his nutsack on the table, and he was just completely right.
1: Yeah, so but was... then remember, he wasn't, he was, he failed on the, he on the it. take. <laughs> he failed on the
0: stake. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but maybe he's right again. Maybe we should be following him on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what the top four is going to look like. That's what the top I six so. is going to look like. I, I think mean, you'll Jay see M. Young Stroud. over Gibbs more than you won't, but you'll see yeah. that plenty. You'll sometimes see Stroud. I, yeah. I wish I went JSN instead of Stroud. I don't even like J. I don't even like Stroud.
0: I mean, when we look for the first, just atrocious pick. Oh, it is here God. at seven. Well, why is well, Stroud? This, this
1: team sucks, but my other team's good. <laughs> <laughs> why is Stroud um, falling though? He went two. Like what you say, you you wish you went JSN over Stroud, but now, I guess I'm I'm confused why Stroud would have fallen from five to six. Is it JSN's landing spot that do you like the landing spot too? Um I don't even know. I just I feel like I'm I'm kind of like not that into Stroud, and I feel like I have more cover to just not be that into Stroud now. I think you know what it honestly is is that like Anthony Richardson, this isn't logical, but it's that Anthony Richardson is so clearly the quarterback one in the class now, and then like I don't I just like want to draft the skill players. And so there's like nothing to do with Stroud, which probably means you should just sit at five and take Stroud, which is what I just didn't do. I just I just took Jason. Uh,
0: JJ, Jordan Addison, uh, that goes about right. Quentin Johnson, right. I mean, the rest of this, it shows how bad the draft class was that like some of this didn't even get shaken up that much. I guess Zay Flowers would probably move up a few spots ahead of
1: high And Downs, downs has it. to move down. I mean, yeah, not a great landing spot just for his skill set. Yeah. I took him pretty high there.
0: I would yeah, take Mims sure over downs
1: around. in a heartbeat now. Chardonnay's got to hours. fall down a little bit. I think probably Hyatt should fall too.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Hyatt should definitely fall.
0: Great Hooker. pick on Michael Mayer there.
1: Sean Tucker obviously has to fall with, with his fall. Busy falls.
0: Yeah. The so and Baker. this is what's what's interesting, Pete.
1: You're right. The first like nine or so looks a lot like what we had. Yeah. What I think we talked a lot about is that a lot, you know, once you get down to this third, fourth tier, the ones 2 turn, the second round, it was like, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be dependent on draft capital and landing spot. We talked a lot about that. And it did shuffle things quite a bit. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like, some of these guys fall a full round because it's, it's pretty flat from there all the way to, like, the third round, right, Pat? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you go, like, A-Chain was the boring pick, because we felt pretty good about his draft capital, and he ends up being a big riser in this. Um, where did he go? You have to scroll over, Pete.
0: Um, let's see.
1: Oh yeah, we none of us took Mingo, which actually makes yeah. sense. Yeah, chain. I got at twenty, which is just like I think he's going to get drafted pretty high. Yeah, and so that worked out. But
0: um, Kincaid at
1: twenty two, a good that's, pick a, great pick. that's yeah. a great pick. That's a great yeah. one. That's a great one. Laporta, Laporta good pick. All right, good pick. Yeah. Pete Jayden. honestly, I think Pete might have had the best draft here. Yeah. So yeah. Richardson and Laporta is pretty sick. Yeah. That hey, sick. and
0: my my Quentin Johnson, Michael Mayer ain't bad. Oh, those both age very well.
1: Yeah. Jaden Reed for uh JJ at twenty-four is really good that's too. That's nice. That was his she pick. Rice is a name we don't have that was a big riser because of the KC landing yeah. spot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. JJ, those what are the other uh two for JJ? Because he had a really strong pair here yeah
0: let's see jj on the other end was addison and hooker
1: that i mean addison is going about where he will go i guess because jsn probably jumps him in seven i think hooker, um, that's got to be a little high for hooker for it's me. a little high for hooker but i don't think you feel terrible about no you know, that yeah
0: uh paul handy god didn't even review my team uh, beforehand. I didn't realize that I crushed it, that I just kind of <laughs> have this preternatural gift for Dynasty. It, it really was did. just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's been looking at this every day since that NFL draft. How yeah. do I, I <laughs> pigeonhole
1: this into the next chasing stream?
0: <laughs> Pete could close his eyes and recite this thing from memory. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it would be good to uh, revisit this one. Um, you guys remember Jalen Weidemeyer last year? <laughs> watch these picks, bitches. I did need. I needed some. I needed some redemption here. Um, uh, any any other kind of dynasty thoughts here i know a lot of people a bunch of my rookie drafts uh, are kicking off this weekend any other big takeaways for you guys for the dino peeps
1: not really i mean uh my dynasty drafts this is the, actually the first one the one i'm in right now uh that i've done so i'll let you know as the show goes <laughs> how i'm feeling about it none of mine have you- started either but i think mine start this weekend as well um I have a bunch to start this weekend because I have FFPC ones. We've got some other kind of like publicly ones. They all start this weekend. I think Pete, my my big take for anyone who's actually like looking for real dynasty takes is like again that I think the first eight, I think the first six is a pretty solid tier. The first eight is a pretty solid tier. The next two, Addison and Quentin Johnson, are pretty clearly locked into one hundred seven, one hundred eight. This is just my take. Yeah, one hundred nine on is like there's right. a lot of space, and I think if anybody has guys they like and they want to come up definitely a year to trade back and like the, the tiers are flat don't fall in love with players like a lot like we would talk about with nfl draft stuff or what we want our nfl teams to do don't trade up don't fall in love with guys uh sit like yeah one of the big things is don't uh don't trade up like don't like sit where you're at and um you might think that the next guy that's going to come off is the guy that you want but everyone's going to view it a little bit differently i think i mean that's from all the lists i've seen people view it a little bit differently your guy very well may slide a couple extra picks. Like, be patient. Wait for yeah. You know your pick. Yeah. To come. I had someone. I had someone ask if they what I'd like in a in a super flex league between Ritter, Dotson, and the one hundred and nine. And I I was like, I think I'd take the one hundred and nine. Which, if you make like, if the answer is Flowers there, or who is who I have ranked ninth, or you know Kincaid. Um, is the next guy right after Flowers. If you wanted to go the tight end, I probably would rather have Dotson, I think. But like, I don't feel that strongly. And then you're just hoping someone likes Flowers or one of the tight ends and you get Addison or Johnston. And I, yeah. and I definitely like the
0: 109. Well, so. I think to, to the point you were making, Ben, this kind of dovetails <laughs> with Stephanie's question here. She says, would you pay to move from 103 to 102 to guarantee I get A-rich? I mean, this seems like the exact spot of just be happy that you're going to get one of Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson. Let someone draft and don't pay a premium to like move up in an already ambiguous tier. As much as I like Anthony Richardson, do you guys agree with that?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't. I have Richardson in a tier with Bijan. It's a di- how yeah, much, it's different. it's different for everyone.
0: How much would you give up though to move up one spot in knowing that the error bands on those two picks? I mean, I'd give up right. my
1: second probably. Like I mean, if I guess it's 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 the two hundred three, so maybe I wouldn't. But I would probably just take Gibbs at (laughs) one hundred three. Fifteen is going to get you a pick like.
0: I don't think Gibbs is
1: that far off, Bichon. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that take. The the fifteenth pick is probably too pricey to move up that one spot because you like you could end up with Levis who I don't love but like Levis does play quarterback was taken this early second round like I don't know you probably get some starts out of him so if you get young and Levis versus Richardson that feels like you probably just want the the two quarterbacks there right yeah
0: i yeah oh, i don't know i guess definitely i definitely
1: like, has I'm the gonna... has the 101 so she's getting Bijan needs a QB and also has the 103 I mean, I think it's getting greedy to go from 103 to 102 to make sure you get. I don't think it's getting greedy. I just think what the, depends what the price is. Honestly, if I'm in that spot, I, and I understand how good Bijan is, but the other thing I would ask 102 is, do you want to go up to 101 to get Bijan if their price is heavy for you to go from 103 to 102? Because 102, 103, don't you can take Richardson. Bichon. What? No, you don't, you don't lose Bijan in this. Just, you could go back and take Richardson Gibbs. And I I would uh, be okay if you get a lot to go back from 101 to 102 or if they don't want to give you get a lot, a lot for that. Yeah, if you get a lot. But just get Bijan and then you'll get a quarterback at 103 for sure. You just say yeah. go Bijan Bryce. I'd go I'd go Bijan Bryce before I trade off Bijan. But or I would trade I, 103 I might... back to like 105. Well, you could definitely do that and get Stroud. Yeah. That's that's not a bad idea. Although if you need
0: the quarterback. Yeah. Maybe you get locked out. Maybe. Stroud but goes. isn't this what we always talk about too with dynasty of like just drafting the best player. And you know that that's going to be the more liquid trade asset, like in season when you actually have positional yeah. needs. And I, I like Bryce young. So I guess I don't mind
1: just sitting at three and grabbing him. It does feel like Richardson's so exciting that if you should at least explore it. Cause he landed in the perfect spot. He's going to start very soon. And they're gonna build that offense around his ability to run. I, I honestly I think the Colts might be like my 101 of landing spots for him.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have no questions with that. I'm just saying, like, you know, Bryce Young's a really good prospect too. Yes, and yes, yes. obviously he doesn't have the same ceiling, but I personally in that spot would just be content to take whatever the draft gives me at three. But yeah, yeah.
1: so you would just go Bijan John Bryce if that's if Richardson goes yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with that too. I think that
0: makes but sense. But I'm also the guy that has sticker shock on Anthony Richardson in these BBM4 drafts. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not a oh, How it is he going? Of it. I mean, I've seen him go at pick 90 in some of these, and I don't think he's slowing down anytime soon.
1: Yeah. I don't think he's going to drop from here.
0: No. That's why I need no. to get a couple before I get, before he just settles in the fucking seventh round for the whole summer. Yeah. that's Yeah. That's where we'll end up. Um. All right. Let's see here um all right let's do it it's time uh i tried to tip people off in the discord but this bad boy already filled immediately here we are underway this is my seventh uh best ball mania draft here um let me see if i can uh get this going um how is the early drafts been going uh good good yeah it's um you know, I've still been getting my bearings. I will say, how about a plug for our boy uh Patty Millions here? I did upload rankings Nice. From, yeah. I uh I before you had yours out, I had pulled ETRs in and Leone had all the good rookies buried. So I was like, get out of here, Leone. Um you know we gotta get uh we gotta get Korean. <laughs> you know I have the rookies out. You know <laughs> yeah. I know where I can find the rookies in the ranks. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, but for real, uh it is a super nice uh feature for uh legendary upside subs because you just get the CSV literally uh single click uh upload and you're good to go there. So uh certainly yeah. appreciated that.
1: Yeah. That's uh, is that what you're using right now? Are we drafting off them? Yeah. Nice.
0: This looks like yours, right? Yeah, for yeah, 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 yeah um yeah i apologize to people i tip tried to tip you guys off in the discord but apparently i was the last one to uh to join this draft um it's just how she goes but guess what if you do the math there's going to be 142 more of these that i would be streaming that you have a chance to uh to hop in so um uh, it's a hell of an it,
1: overflow draft i'd actually like to hear how this wait, overflow why
0: 142 that you said this is number seven that only adds up to 149 uh, Okay, you're right. I'm doing bad math here. <laughs> okay. uh, 143 You said do the math, and I tried <laughs> to do the math, and I got confused. <laughs> I uh, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely team Tyreek here. Unless you guys want to make a case for for Kelsey.
1: I'm good with either. I like both these guys, but what do you want, Gretch? Um, I'm fine with either. I would. The other guy I would make a case other than Tyreek is probably Bijan. I think yeah, he's going only- to be a top five pick in a month or two months. I, I, I mean, think I he's- think he's going to end up over Kelsey for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My thing though, is I do think you'll be able to get him for a while. Um, like at one seven, one eight, one nine here, at least over the next few weeks. That maybe for only. the next
1: few weeks, but eventually people are going to want their running backs, man. There's, there's not enough running backs going high enough. It's just, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I don't want to say there's not enough necessarily, but there's, it's odd.
0: Do you know what? Do you know what will pour gasoline on the fire? And uh, I know you guys have talked about this. I wrote about this for the newsletter, Fantasy Life newsletter, that's going to come out tomorrow about the potential Ryan Tannehill to Falcons uh, thing. If that happens, Bijan will immediately be a top five pick, I think. Because people have concerns about that offense just in general. And it will will alleviate it.
1: Sorry, I was laughing at the chat. I just got called White Girl Wasted in the chat, which is a really good diss. I I really
0: enjoyed that. Well, what did you say would happen for Bijan? I think he would. That would be the uh, uh, a more immediate catalyst for pushing up. No, what what was it? Sorry, what was the catalyst? Ryan Tannehill getting traded to the Falcons. Oh which
1: don't you feel like that's gonna
0: happen? Yeah, I I was like giving that thought. Yeah, they can save. It's like eighteen million this year. If they keep him on the roster next year, he's gonna walk as an unrestricted free agent they'll get no picks back. They could probably get like one or two picks back. They already only have, I think it's four or five picks for all of last for next year. I don't think they have a third. They had traded multiple ones away. There's like so many reasons they, then you have the GM saying that they were willing to take Will Levis at 11 overall. It's like, how do you not start this guy out of the gate? If that's how you felt about him, like everything just seemed to point to them looking to move Tannehill. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they, they've seemed to... I mean, Kitchen, you know, <laughs> if he knows anything, right? He knows those Titans. And we asked him before the draft uh, on the show that I was on, right? Or maybe it was the show be- the week before. But on the Soulcast, you guys asked him, like, if there's any chance Tannehill was there. And he was just like, no. Like, there's just no chance. Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, this is a game- Superflex draft, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, I think...
1: I think Tannehill, the question about Tannehill being better than Ritter. I mean, look, Ritter, I like and think he might be good, but Tannehill led this team to the number one seed in the AFC in 2021. Like they were, yeah, they won. They beat the Chiefs and the Bills in the regular season. They ended up getting upset by the Bengals in this, you know, in their first playoff game. They make the playoffs again last year. Like he's never been like bad, or no, they didn't make the playoffs last year, excuse me, but. They, they collapsed in, in epic fashion, and Leone still <laughs> collapsed. But the, the years prior, like a, a, a good quarterback for you know play action passing for the offense that Arthur Smith wants to run, obviously off of Derrick Henry for years. You're talking about doing that off of Bijan. I think it's a it's a it's be a really good fit. And I apologize, John. John said I added myself as a non-badge bro. I mean, I'm not I'm not drafting a whole lot of underdog, bud, because I can't, but. <laughs> Yeah, Ben yeah. is not a badge, bro, because he lives in the state of Washington. I, like this. literally, no. But I am trying to find out if I can drive to Oregon and enter some slow drafts. I, I have I have some inroads with the underdog peeps right now, trying to figure this out. Okay, there you go.
0: Um, all right, this is a I, I want, I'm pro. I normally take Olave here just because I know I'm going to like one of the running backs that's going to be there for us in the beginning of the third. But I like
1: that a lot. Yeah, let's do it, Olave. <laughs> It's funny drafting off my own ranks because every time
0: <laughs> you're like, I'm just I love like, the guy at the top. I love
1: IQ. the top of the queue right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, he was also the highest ADP. Uh, so, yeah. uh, or no, I guess Chubb was slightly ahead of him, but. So. And I do have ADP
1: banked, baked into these ranks. Um, so
0: what, it, how did you do that? Because I was reading your post where you said you did, you set some kind of threshold to make sure, even if you were massively ahead of the market, you would cap how far it pushed your rankings. Yeah. So I used, I have um,
1: the I did like a thing. It's similar to what Leone did. Uh, it's not the exact same curve. Um, I think mine's like a little bit more, um, like exponential at the top, but it's basically like a draft value curve. And uh, basically, so so it's not just based on raw pick. It's based on like how much draft capital I'm differing by. But I just like, I have a pure rank behind the scenes, and then if it's Pat, you're on the clock. God, that's chat.
0: chat. chat you know, you right, love I'll to be there. Absolutely love to be
1: there. I absolutely love to be there. Fortunately, I can't be there right now. God, God, how I wish I was there. um All right. Well, I'm. Let me finish my point. Other drafts, while you know, me, <laughs> other <right? No>. draft. <laughs> um. So yeah. So there's it caps like how much of my rank will go through in both directions, but. I also have the ability to override it. So like with McKinnon, the first day I just overrode it and like McKinnon got slotted in where I thought he should. And now I un-overrode McKinnon because the ADP on him is like pretty close to where I have him. I'm still a little ahead, but I'm not like massive, massively ahead anymore. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's just like trying to respect the market, uh, because the market's pretty good, especially over a lot of drafts. And I, you know, we're, we're doing best ball here. So there's going to be more than a couple drafts.
0: Yup. Um, all right, we will see uh, what Zach does here. I mean, I love Ramondre here. Ramondre yeah. is
1: great. I was going to say Mondre yeah. too. Or, I mean, Andrews would have been – I was going to say Ramondre or Andrews, but then Jacobs yeah. went,
0: so – Sam says, uh, Pollard upside over a upside. If BBM 4 was a single second round pick draft and you could only take one pick, it was everyone gets one pick, it has to a second <laughs> round. You do that, but uh, Sam, you can have all of your Pollard Debo Samuel. Man, TV is
1: Sam still hour. mad that we wouldn't like let him take Pollard to the main event last <laughs> year? Not. Like, yeah, yeah, he's still mad. Oh,
0: the cliff. From uh after the like Devonta Smith Higgins down to Debo is is massive and you have to play that two V two there correctly.
1: Yeah. I mean and I liked it. I mean I guess you could maybe say the t- the two V two is um Pollard Andrews, which is you, a sure. pretty strong. Yeah, if you want to do another pass catcher. Yeah, yeah. but Ramondre should be going ahead of Pollard, so we're good. I don't agree with that. <clears throat> Ooh, you're Ramondre over Pollard, Gretch. I mean, why wouldn't you be? They didn't, yeah. what? They didn't draft anyone. The, the Cowboys are inevitably going to bring back Zeke. Like, this is. And even if they don't, I mean, Ronald Jones is going to crush. So. Pollard is coming back from a pretty significant injury. I really like Tony Pollard. I've always really liked Tony Pollard, but we're talking about, I mean, why, why would Ramondre, why would we not like Ramondre? I don't know. I think, I think Sam Zane like, well, should take well, the ball. Pat, this yeah. is actually the exact debate. We had in one draft, and I wanted Pollard, and you had us take Ramondre, and then I brought it up in season, and I think you were like, "Yeah, That's but we right. still take Ramondre," and I agreed with that at the time. Even like Ramondre was better last year. Like, why was he better? Now- yeah, but Zeke's going to be gone, and Pollard. I don't know. Without Zeke, Pollard does have a shitload of upside.
0: Yeah, and also if you take Pollard there, Ramondre. Ramondre without
1: Damian Harris has a shitload of upside. They they took Deuce Vaughn, they brought in Ronald Jones. They're probably gonna bring Zeke back. In DFS, aren't we aren't we more excited to play Pollard than Ramondre? I feel like I am. If they're priced uh, this game, I'm playing
0: Pollard. May, maybe last year, but I mean things have really cleared out for Ramondre this year. Yeah, this year more it's I really like Ramondre.
1: I don't wanna yeah, I don't wanna be a Ramondre hater. Yep. Sam's saying that the running back ADPs of the 2 3 turn aren't going to last, which I kind I of think, do agree with. I think that's a good call. That's a good yeah. call. It's not, You're not going to be able to go Pollard Mondre at the 2 3 turn. So
0: tell me who's getting displaced.
1: I think Garrett Wilson will slide back eventually a Higgins. little bit. will slide back some.
0: Garrett Wilson ain't sliding anywhere.
1: He's going to slide yeah. way back. I'm going to be able to get him so late. There's no <laughs> the quarterbacks. I just think that the quarterbacks will slide Yes, well, the, the
0: quarterbacks th- have to slide. The but the draft are taking the double tap there. But I mean, none of those three quarterbacks are going to end up slipping out of the second round this year.
1: I think they will. I think think they will will slip out of the second round. What, what, because you're gonna have you're gonna have casuals come in and it's quarterback versus running back and they're going running back. They always have.
0: I, the casuals are the ones who like taking the quarterbacks the most.
1: Not anymore. I don't know what happened. I thought I thought I knew you guys and now it's quarterbacks in the second round. I'm telling you, it's the
0: casuals who love taking the quarterbacks. I think the casuals like taking the running backs. Casuals Cur- love them. Some running. Cur- backs. Curtis is having a. Sam's having a breakdown that we didn't take two running backs, and Curtis is having a mental breakdown that uh, you're not picking. So uh, everyone is is losing their mind in the chat tonight. All right, I'm
1: taking Zach Charbonnet. Okay, I've I've selected him. Curtis, well, Curtis is on deck too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of it. He's like, why you fucking? Zach Charbonnet, two hundred five. Charbonnet, two hundred five. Okay, yeah.
0: He went in the second round. People forget. Uh, what do you guys like here? I'm definitely down for Drake. I'm down for a tight end.
1: I'm down for Drake. I take a lot of Drake. What do you like? Patrick? I I don't like Drake London. Okay. Okay. I would. I mean, you want to do? Tight I don't end? want after the Bijan pick. I'm concerned about the Falcons' passing volume again. Yeah, I'd go tight end if you guys want to go tight
0: end. Do you not like? Right. Do you like? You want Mike Williams
1: instead? Yeah, Mike Williams is fine. I mean, Drake London's fine. I don't know. I don't know the the ADPs or anything. You guys can
0: override the ADPs, me on all this. The ADPs don't really matter that much. I'm
1: like, concerned within, about Drake London. I like right Drake now. London the player. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't. I think people are way too low on Pitts as well. But at least with Pitts, you get the tight end vo- element. Like, I don't want to be heavily involved in the Falcons' passing game regressing from like a pass attempt number though, when they take Bijan eight overall, and they still have Algier Arthur Smith still the the head coach. Like I'm concerned. I'll take some stabs at Pitts because of the tight end element, but London's the one where like, why would I pay a fourth round price for a year two receiver in that offense? Like there's other year two receivers I can make bets on. I'd rather take Traylon Burks later. I I mean, another weird offense, but I feel less scared of Tennessee's pass volume. I would say, um, yeah, I don't know. I am not. In love it just with feels it. like it's kind of baked in, you know, to some extent. At four hundred nine, a little bit. I mean, you've got Tannehill potentially going there, and it's like they, it's like the. That's it. Like that. How could they get any more run heavy? They did. The I think most he's got to be like a do. six round pick to me to, for it to be wow. baked in.
0: Okay. I definitely like Kittle here. Um, Herbert's already off the board, so there's no like backdoor yeah. double. Um, I like Kittle. I'm into
1: Kittle. I like Judy as well here. They picked up his fifth-year option. I think they, they picked like up him fifth-year option. Yeah,
0: I think I'm he was go low-key really Kittle. good
1: last year. Sean's still really in on him. I'm, I'm, I, I, but Kittle's fine too. I'd be in on either. Which one do you want? Break the tie. Pat. I'd go Kittle. A little higher um, on the the
0: ranks here, which seemed pretty good. Francis says, is it the whole point of drafting early to gain ADP edges? The ADP edges are, like, after round 10 where all the rookies are buried. The ADPs are very, very efficient in, like, the first four rounds.
1: To some extent, but I do think you're going to get player combos in these in this part of the season that you won't get
0: later. Yeah, but I'm just talking, like, you'd be, like, a guy should be, like, three spots higher, whereas you can say Marvin Mims is mispriced by, like, five rounds.
1: Right, right,
0: yeah. Yeah, so, like, the edge, uh, yeah, I just, I don't think the, like, I think it's way too early to be thinking like, oh, I'm going to get a combinatorial ownership edge right now, 3% into the contest, you know, at the top of the draft board. I mean,
1: yeah, but there is like a, like a, the textures of these drafts are different. So like, you're going to be able to get shots on goal at, to Sam's point, probably wide receiver, running back, running back, you know, or wide receiver, wide receiver running back with one of four or five running backs who's unlikely to be in the third um, by the end of August. So I do think I don't know. I'm just because I'm just argue, arguing for like drafting the whole the whole time that this tournament is open because things yeah. will float a little bit.
0: Yeah, Chim Cham Jim, Cham is, made a, uh, is is so, reading oh. stealing signals right now. That's Ben. People associate your uh, newsletter with being a degenerate.
1: <laughs>
0: nice. Sam made a point <laughs>
1: about. Um, the market share and target sproute run and weighted target spray run for London, a v Garrett Wilson, uh and the Lemons are better. On London's, like a lot of that is a new is a denominator, right? Like pass volume, uh tight, you know, you have a tighter target tree because you have a lower pass volume, you have fewer routes run. He also really exploded with a lot of the target stuff after Pitts went down. After Pitts he was, was hurt, yeah. starting to get second fiddled a little bit by Pitts. Uh, it, like it wasn't the case in like week one uh, or maybe also week two, but like week three until Pitts went down, it was like Pitts every week. And then London was like the main guy after that. But again, when we, we see the concentration and the low volume pass offenses in a really heavy way, sometimes I don't, I, I just wouldn't compare London and Wilson directly in a way that I think, I, I think the context of their offenses is relevant. Is what I would say. Wilson still hit really good barometers for a rookie. I still have him on a very strong upward trajectory. London, yeah, those numbers look great, but then there's also the concern of the offense that he's in, and that it's probably not going to change a ton this year. I think it should regress with pass volume, but um I just wouldn't. I wouldn't compare those two as apples to apples, in my opinion. It's probably more similar to Burks, but we feel better about London's rookie season. And he might get Tannehill instead of Burks. And I think Tannehill's the best quarterback either guy's going to play with.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, All right, we got.
1: I would rather take the Pickens or Burks play, though, here in the sixth. Yeah, I'm, good with, I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah. London 4 9 or Pickens or Burks at 6 9? I mean, I'm taking these two second year guys here big time. I mean, you can you, see, you talk about, I, I, I was mentioning how my ranks are bit capped by adp uh you can see the adp on burks is behind i think i have him ranked ahead of both these guys in
0: yeah because i was going to say you take pickens because there is a chance with burks's adp that he falls to you um but he other... is
1: telling us to take goddard maybe no we have would I you don't not do want so to go do double that. tight end okay. yeah right. yeah
0: it would basically um, be if you want to go Lockett or Burks. I would let's say let's go
1: Burks. Lockett's ADP reflects some. Yeah, GSM. let's make the Burks play here. I like it. Levis is a gunslinger if he starts.
0: Sorry, I don't think I heard. Gretch, are you Pickens over Burks, or are they just like the same to you?
1: Similar plays. I, I,
0: yeah. I, I, I might. Pickens numbers
1: weren't great. The targets, part run stuff, all that. You know, anything he did on a on a per whatever basis route or, you know, target share, like none of it was really particularly strong. Uh, But I do think the Pittsburgh pass offense is one that is undervalued right now and worth buying into. I think Kenny Pickett is like not great probably, but uh, that they've, they've thrown a lot over the years that he, you know, his particular stats weren't exactly indicative of what he did. We did this a lot last year with Pat, you were talking a lot about like EPA. And I was always saying that like, he had a lot of key drops and a lot of like key moments that didn't work out particularly a lot of close misses with the Pittsburgh yeah. passing game last year. So EPA is like <clears throat> outcome based, but I was like, yeah, like this is one where I want to look at PFFs, like, you know, on target throws or whatever, you know, just certain mm-hmm. other metrics. I think they have a little bit of upside there. And these are good prices for Pittsburgh passing game. It's tough. Tennessee's passing game, less upside overall. Right. So I, I think yeah. Burks is probably the better player. I probably have close. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, out.
0: I'm fine taking the Lockett price. I, I sure. like Lockett. Lockett's good. Let's just good. take
1: Lockett. Yeah. Also, I mean, gives Jay, Jay. Another... probably like going to dunk all over him, but you know. <laughs> I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding. I think he's going to a... dunk all over Pete Carroll in his stupid two tight <laughs> end sets. He's going to make him play three wide receivers.
0: Yeah. We also have a ton of stacking options. Uh, now, basically outside of uh, Justin Herber, every player on our team's quarterback is, is live. Nice. Um to answer Josty's question, were was I walking a puppy on Pine Island a few days ago? Um I do not have a puppy and I don't know where Pine Island is, so no, I was not walking a puppy <laughs> on Pine Island. <sighs> what uh where are you guys at on Right now, like the Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook types.
1: Um I <clears throat> I probably wouldn't want to take him in this range, sixth and seventh round. I don't know. I mean, there there's probably some scenarios where they rise from here, but yeah, I mean, I guess maybe you can play into that uncertainty. I just I feel like it's a little bit scary at least. Cause like even if they are on the team in week one, they're aging backs that haven't been as good the last couple of years and have the potential to get injured and not I mean, they're not really like they're not the same guys we used to draft at the late first and you
0: know second round and stuff, in my mind. Um, but they are in good offenses. I guess the question for me is how like binary are the outcomes for Mixon, right? Is it just like he becomes like a 14th round pick or like undrafted, or he's back to being like a third round pick. Or is there a middle ground where he's just value? Like, do we think, is there a potential for a suspension where it's like a six game thing? And then this is an appropriate draft class because if it, if it is the binary thing, I want to be taking shots on him. Like if he can rise like five rounds.
1: Yeah, I I think you're
0: right. It makes sense to draft
1: Mixon in the seventh round. I I don't even like Mixon. I think the issue with Mixon is that they, I think they're pretty out on him and mm. I, they can, cu- I think they can save $10 million if they cut him post June one. Uh Sorry. No, they can, I think they can save $8 million. I was talking to Kevin. Why do you Cole think they're out one. on him?
0: I feel like their actions with P Ryan and through the draft don't necessarily indicate that.
1: Well, that's true, but they just like the way they've been talking about him, you know, like he exists, he's definitely a person <laughs> and like, you know, he's accused of pulling a gun on a woman like right before a playoff game. So I mean, I would get why they're like you know, if they're believing that's the case then. So, I don't know. I don't think that he's safe even if he doesn't get suspended. But it's, I do it also agree he could jump a lot in value. So uh, he's been very tricky for me. Yeah, it also might be a thing where there's just like some uncertainty there where, like, because of, you know, the off-field stuff, does that mean he's more on thin ice? Does that mean there's potential for, like, in-season suspension? Like, I understand that sounds a little bit like fear-mongering, but, like, we saw that at the end of, like, Leonard Fournette's time in Jacksonville. I would argue that, like, some of Kamara's tough season last year was because of a lot of the off-field stuff throughout the whole off-season. It's just a little bit tougher to get stoked on a guy when you're, like, the team probably doesn't like him. There's some of these issues off the field. If there's like more stuff happening behind the scenes in meeting rooms, there can be problems. I know there's like old his research that showed that like guys that get suspended are infinitely more likely to get suspended again. Not that he's even been suspended, but like I, I just I don't know that we weigh this stuff particularly well. But I do mm-hmm. think it adds risk to the pie to mm-hmm. where Mixon as a second rounder is just like a hard thing to figure out at any point this offseason. I think he could jump from here. Like, maybe a fourth rounder. And that's why I do think you're right that, like, it feels more stabs. like a fourth round value to me. Right. Like, I, that's where I would be drafting Mixon if none of this stuff existed, I think. Maybe, maybe late third. I think around where ETN's going is where I'd be pretty comfortable taking Mixon. But some of the stuff that's happened with him, like, you, it's like you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. And there's already the stuff right. from, you know, his pro- prospect profile, like he, he punched a woman, like in college, that we know that. Yeah. Right. And so now there's more yeah. stuff, and it's like we don't know. If we're still in on
0: mixing, that's, I mean, how many chances do you get
1: is sort of the thing. Yeah. I think getting <clears> the stack here makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. I was going a two. It just seems like a smash behind ADP stacked up with our first overall pick.
1: Yeah. Sitting Did right it? at the top of the, the ranks there. Quentin Johnson looks like a fun pick there too, but like obviously we got a stack.
0: <laughs> I think we'll have a fun. That's a nice that stack. Like yeah. No, we got to take yeah.
1: that stack. I wasn't saying. It's beautiful too. They to get to go Tyreek over cup. Um, which, you know, I, there's a strong argument for cup as well, but then you get it stacked at a, a value. That's sweet.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, oh, um, let's see here. Yeah. This is the other thing that's always tough with the mix in calculus, right? Is that we start getting into like, <laughs> you know, he looks pretty shitty, but then he still every single year can like look shitty on the whole and still have these massive spike weeks,
1: right? Yeah, no, I think he's really... I was in. So, like, Leone was saying, like, look, like, what's going on? Like, why aren't we back in on Mixon? And thinking that the case had been dropped, I was fully back in at the seventh seventh round price. I was, I was hammering that to close the original big board. But then I had not realized that they could reintroduce the case, which is obviously what they then did. So that shakes things up, and then... I mean, also just talking to Kevin today, I was like, you know, he's mentioned they could they could save eight million and this is a team that has to figure out where they're getting money for a Burrow contract, a Higgins contract. I was bum I'm bummed there. I wanted Anthony Richardson.
0: I know. I wanted my first year. I was like, come on, can we get him at pick one hundred, please? Oh, no. That would have
1: been so sweet. And we couldn't take we had to take two of there. We did. So there there was no there's no argument for him, but I would have loved to get him. Anyway, I guess, I'm, just, I'm having a hard time with Mixon. Yeah, maybe we
0: should have let two go looking at this board. This guy clearly wanted the double with Addison, Jefferson, and Hawk. He was never passing on him. I don't know.
1: Yeah. What do you guys want to do here? I'm, I'm good with Javante at that price. Hmm. I'm you guys don't want like to take Javante?
0: So... Uh, we should decide quickly. I My thought is I think we're going to get cheaper Javante, even though I love him. Um, but that's my only thought. But I don't mind taking him here.
1: I'm... F- I mean, I'm fine with whatever. Yeah. You uh, yeah, neutralized me. This is actually neutralized my my ability to just You like can argue go against yourself. The one hot takes constantly is that you you've just put my ranks in and now I just have to go along. Yeah. I don't like this. Draft on something else I can be mad about. <laughs> well,
0: this- This is my thing about like Brees Hall and Javante. I love those guys. I'm going to be over the field on them by the time best ball mania closes, but I do really think you're going to continue to get cheaper prices. And I think you guys hit on this a little bit on ADP chasing too. And it's something I've been thinking about with, and this is like just a general market thing, right. Of like chasing steam versus catching falling knives. And you know, some of these guys, like I see it every time I select Javante, where, where's the comment in here that said, uh, here you go. Bert says, when someone takes Javante at ADP, I think of the word donating immediately. This is how a lot of the market feels. And so when I hear that kind of sentiment over and over, I'm like, I need to chill because they're going to give me 12th round Javante. Like eventually if this kind of sentiment keeps up.
1: Yeah, I, I Sean wrote an article today about uh, veteran winners from draft day and emphasized that he has Javante uh, 12 22 slots above his early BBM four ADP. Okay. He wrote don't take him at his ranking, but grab him ahead of ADP on enough rosters to get the late season three million dollar upside. I think people are going to say he's got the late season upside. Like I, I think that's gonna you can you can get him as a part of your build and he makes yeah. sense and he's a part of a smart zero RB build. Look at the upside. Like the ninth round, why would he go later than the ninth round is Javante Williams? He was incredible last year. Like well, if he, can, if would, he has a
0: shot to be good in the second half of the year, I want him as a part of a, a build. So you're you're preaching to the choir in that I agree with you, but I do. What my point is that the market is making a differentiation between his late season upside and like downside risk compared to like the Dalvin Cooks and Joe Mixons, all these guys that we would otherwise take in like the second round. And there's like a two round penalty on Javante because people are so fucking scared about his ability to come back from this, where it doesn't. There's feel already binary.
1: One? What's that? you say there's already a two-round penalty Compared on Compared
0: to where Joe Mixon is going. Yeah. So why do you think he's going to fall even further is my question. Because people are terrified of this, this ACL. Like, people literally don't think he's going to play football ever again. That's how people in the comments It's talk like, he's
1: him. he's the next J.K. Dobbins. But isn't this yeah? Dobbins? But Dobbins came back and looked pretty good down the stretch. He just yeah. had, like, complications and needed to have another surgery. Like, it's not how everyone's recovery goes. Yeah. Yeah. But even well, maybe the market won't see that. I don't know, you know. But the market seems to have gotten over that. I mean, he just went in the sixth round. You see, know, I,
0: I, this is the exact stuff I'm saying. People don't think Javante's going to play this year, he's going to get cheaper,
1: right? Well, so that okay. I, I hope you're right. <laughs> that's, just not, <laughs> that's just not true, though. Like, I yeah. mean, I get what you're saying that he's going to fall, but oh, what do we got here? Oh, all
0: right. We are on the clock. Got gotcha. you, Kilby Myers. This is uh, we could stack up, up Olave with trends. Derek Carr if we wanted to and probably be done at quarterback that would be an option i'm good with that i think i'm I fine think with we that can... we
1: could try to sneak it we could try to go like um elijah mitchell and get a second 49er and try to squeeze the quarterback through aren't these guys good at quarterback or oh, okay yeah I,
0: whatever. I, I don't do you like eli mitchell
1: yeah we can go there that I, I mean he's pat's best
0: running back on the board <laughs> <laughs> obviously pat liked his that's why i'm starting to running, ask but... you because pat's already spoke this I'm, is actually I'm already... Great. we could just make pat be quiet for the entire episode, i should have just like, done dude, this rookie draft right. to be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: i i so go back to that i think i would have went um antonio gibson i i feel like washington's backfield is actually a little interesting now is Br- brian robinson just went this round Gibson wasn't good last year. Is sort of the the one issue, but like he still has a lot better athleticism than Robinson, a better receiving profile. He's the only real receiving back on the roster now. I feel like new offensive coordinator. They they don't like him. You know the Commanders do not like him. But that's an issue, right? I I, mean, I, I, I like I Gibson, but <laughs> it's not ideal. Not good. Steph definitely doesn't like him. Right, and, not, and Mitchell, like they seem to like you know, they love him, yeah, they, they clearly love him, so yeah, they're know, using I'm him. Kind of in. they were like not using McCaffrey enough right after they traded a ton of capital for him so that they could get Mitchell to work back in. Wow, it a worked! QB went, but it was Kyler, it worked!
0: Nice little patience there, fellas. That's that's how you do it. Oh,
1: see, look I, at that. It's, I, this, I, I try to put this in a post. That's how you use the ranks, right? You don't just go off the top of the ranks, you go, hang on, hang on. Let me wrap this quarterback around. I'm going to get a value. I'm going to be a value hound. And then you get that, you get that running back first.
0: Uh, I really like this team here through 11 rounds. For the audio listeners, who I will always service, uh, Tua and Derek Carr at quarterback, Ramondre, Javante Williams, Eli Mitchell at running back, wide receivers, Tyree Kill, Chris Olave, Mike Dub, Traylon Burks, Tyler Lockett, tight end, George Kittle. Fun-ass team.
1: That's a very fun team.
0: I should also mention now, uh, those of you who have been watching the streams uh, on my channel or Splash Play know that uh, part of my road to 150 drafts is I'm also trying to drum up um, subs on my channel. I'm trying to get to 15K subs. But wherever I draft a Best Ball Mania team, um, you, if you leave a comment, you will get entered into a giveaway. I'm going to do $1,500 giveaway if I hit 15K subs by the end of the summer. I think we are well on that pace right now. So the thought is... Any video I do a stream on, you get one extra entry for that. So if I end up doing 50 streams this year that encompass my 150 drafts, it'll end up being more than that. You could theoretically have 50 plus entries or whatever. So when this stream is over, leave a comment. That will get you an entry into the $1,500 giveaway. And then you too uh, can uh, – what, what's what's 500 divided by 25? One of you math whizzes. How many BBM4 entries is that? It's four uh, times five. Yeah, 20. 20, there you go. 20 free BBM entries on, on Pete. Great. Nice. And Pat, you also have uh underdog uh, oh, yeah. special for the, for the leg uppers. Yeah.
1: If you subscribe to leg up, uh, which you can do for $69 for your first year uh, at legendary upside.com slash early, You can get a $50 underdog credit. Uh, You got to fill out a form. You got to give me your username so I can send it over to underdog. There are a limited amount of these credits. Uh, But yeah, the yearly subscription is the way to go if you're trying to get the credit Um, because, yeah, there's a limited amount. So I'm prioritizing the yearly subs, but you can grab that $30 off deal and uh, get yourself the underdog credit, which there are plenty of if you do it, you know. And reasonably soon, you'll you'll get the credit. But do fill out the form because otherwise I can't hook you up.
0: There you go, free money for leg uppers. Uh, the
1: form, by the way, is if you go to the top of the site, there's uh, it says perk slash uh, Discord. Uh, you can click this. That. This is a ridiculous deal. You guys are drafting anyway. You can get Pat's first year for sixty nine dollars and then get a fifty dollar credit <laughs> to draft. It's nineteen dollars. It costs you nineteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> For all of Pat's content. Like that's a third deal. The people do understand the math of it because uh it's, it's worked so far. This promotional <laughs> offer is working. <laughs> and uh good. Yeah, I, I would say there are again, the credits are limited. So if you want your credit, uh sign up the site.
0: Um I'm I'm running to the podium for Kendra and Miller here with our yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, let's that. go. Let's go. New Orleans. Gretch, you population. on board with
1: that? Yes, yeah, let's do it. If you're running the podium,
0: I'm in. I mean, I think he's a great pick, dot, 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 in a vacuum. We got our bet on <laughs> New Orleans. He also is a guy that I think is going to be a couple rounds higher here um, oh, in yeah. a few months. Yeah.
1: I mean, a rookie at this stage is just, yeah, it's good business. He's one of the guys uh, that I have maxed at, like, my rank is, you is think, even more. I actually set it up so that my rank can come through more on the rookies than it can on the veterans, because I think that's some where some of the biggest miss prices are um but to give you an idea of like how much i'm letting the ranking come through but we took him about did we take him about 20 picks at adp or something
0: uh n- no uh or did we uh, I think, uh t- nine picks nine, or, Oh wow yeah
1: not bad I, okay i thought we were in the 130s which is where i grabbed him the other day and his adp's come up
0: uh so maybe my, maybe he's
1: not the best example actually
0: my lulz co-host brian hooper with the five dollar super chat audio listener here have you guys talked about Mitch Trubisky yet? Yes, I actually uh, meant to put him in my queue, Brian. Thank you for uh, the reminder. Here, um, we can uh, what's, load what's up. What's the Mitch bit Trubisky. here? <laughs> I, the I, world's like, biggest Chicago Bears fan who's still coping with Mitch Trubisky now being on the Steelers. I have, I, have I heard, I have
1: heard Hooper bring up Trubisky before. <laughs> that, that, I think it's the only player
0: fun. he knows, and so he just keeps <laughs> referencing. Yeah. Also, I, I do want to let the people know. All of your super chats, I did uh, drunken super chats to Gretch. I did get that over to him uh, via Venmo uh, the other. And time. I so bought a load shirt. of
1: the, yeah. uh, a Pedialyte. Absolutely, <laughs> <We> <laughs> bought a ton <laughs> of it.
0: Um, what do you? I mean, I I continue to like taking the rookies here. I normally would take Rashi Rice, probably in the quiet of my own home, but I'm open to other ideas. I'm in.
1: We could grab Dalsich and be done. I don't know. Are you guys? He's kind of a tough one to to figure. Um,
0: I guess with Kittle, I don't mind kicking tight end. I, I, I'm, I'm Rice with you. All right, let's I'm do Rice with you, Pete. We're gonna yeah. we're
1: gonna two v one the millionaire over here. Let's talk about right, yeah. Sean got me pretty soaked on uh, on Rice today in our our yeah, and uh, episode. So he was talking about um, how good Rice was in his fourth year, and I know Pat, you write off the fourth year, but like there is a gr- there is a sliding scale. Write of it off. How? I just uh, yeah partially write it off. Right. <laughs> so he was. 35.5% targets per out run last year uh at an 11.28 out which is pretty solid a 0.92 weighted targets per out run like that's just massive volume earning on 440 routes he was like actually legit really really good last year earned a 156 targets 1700 air yards he caught like 90 something balls 1300 yards like yeah it was at smu but he was incredibly good and then they traded up to go get him in the second round like they gave up three additional day three picks to go up and get him, uh, you know, ahead of Marvin Mims, for example. Right, John was sort of right. lamenting on the show. On You guys will hear, yeah. anyone who listens to Ceiling Bananas on the latest episode, that the pick that the Chiefs left ended up being the Marvin Mims pick. They could have just stayed there and not given up all these day three picks and taken Marvin Mims, who's better than Roshi Rice probably, but the Chiefs decided they wanted to go up and get Rice. And, I mean, he's... It's I like, okay, is so it Sky Moore 2.0? I don't know. But like we're in the 13th round. They traded up in the second round to take him. And just because Sky Moore didn't work out last year, it's still like they don't have receivers. They got rid of Juju. Like he's in a good spot, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it is. Yeah, he's it, in a good is, spot. There's, there's, And there's two types of people in this world, right? There's the people like Alex that says, no part of me trusts the Chiefs pass catcher, not named Tyreek or Kelsey, and Tyreek is no more. And then there are those of us who fall in the Davis Maddock camp uh, on ADP chasing that says I absolutely have to be in on Rashi Rice because if the one time I'm out on an ancillary Chiefs pass yeah. catcher and he goes ballistic, I will never be able to live. We have to
1: Martingale this.
0: We have to Martingale the Chiefs wide receiver. But, but let's
1: also <laughs> consider the fact that Kadarius Tony went off the board well ahead of this. Sky sure. Moore went off the board well ahead of this. Right. Yeah. And we're getting a second round pick. Who? It's different in the thirteenth round. <laughs> it's different. And and you know, more I like more a lot better as a prospect, but he did not have a good rookie year, which matters. Yeah. And this guy hasn't had a bad rookie year. Right. We're he could be really good. He could be really good. So yeah, I think price adjusted. I mean, it's a it's a great bet. And I, I don't love the I don't love his profile, but like, you know what, he was the second wide receiver in my ranks. And uh yeah. and I agree with my ranks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hate great. this. Put in That's- ADP so I can get mad. <laughs> Pat's acting like he's at his own funeral right now, like it's just like standing it. detached, watching it. people eulogize. I just can't do it. That's <laughs> right <hand>. so awful.
1: <laughs> There's also something to be said about like the Chiefs' offense is going to be good. You want a piece of it on <sighs> probably you know not on every bill, but like we you know we, we yeah, we've we had that said it. before. You want a you want a chief or a bill on it on every roster. Like, I mean, if Rasheed Rice is a big hit, then that's great to have for the the shootout portion of of this
0: um i like Jalen I was hoping, warren a lot here i like warren too i was hoping jawan johnson uh was going to fall <laughs> to us just to get that clean stack uh yeah. with Derek carr um i know but i'm, I'm down i'm down with warren if i were playing the adp game i also don't mind uh, I, jeff i'm Trump.
1: jeff wilson i'm with you i like that all too. Right. okay that's
0: right. these ranks suck man yeah <laughs> 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 we it, it's the we have the miami stuff too you know week 17 yeah, yeah. bring back with ramondre it's just yeah it's perfect no it's
1: that's it. that's a stack pick right there we got to take that so how many running backs we have five way too many yeah so are we doing this as a as a hero or are we doing this as kind of a, a semi-zero i guess we could do it as a semi-zero because we we took javante so late
0: yeah i mean we I, definitely... i'm asking
1: five or six this is the most complicated way to say five or six
0: I think we're for sure doing two more wide receivers, for sure, one more tight end. And then we would have a luxury pick on a ninth wide receiver, a sixth running back, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where are you guys at? Um yeah. So Ace Viper took McKinnon now at 157. Is he just snapping right back into into place for you guys now that he's on the Chiefs? Or is there some concern of him kind of fading more last year at the end of the season?
1: I mean, I guess I have a little concern because he's so old and, you know, that he did fade. But, like, also, he was awesome. And he was one of the best values on the entire board, not far behind where he's going now. So I probably just need to get over that a little
0: bit, I think. But he yeah, does turn 32
1: in May. He turn, or today. Today was his birthday. He Turned 31, so that's actually better. He's only 31. Happy birthday, Jarek McKinnon.
0: Happy birthday, Jarek. My bad, I forgot to. But then, like he was called birthday. like
1: <laughs> Dead Legs McKinnon like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, are, yeah, yeah. By Davis. <laughs> I, I think we're in between. We're in between the the two things you asked, right? Like last year was great, but it also could have just been. That's the kind of thing that you don't see repeated often. You Know, like Cordell Patterson two years ago, he wasn't able to repeat it last year. I think we go Laporta or Mims. Hmm. I like both of those calls.
0: Yeah, Mims? I like both. Mims, let's do it. No, I just want the same. He's just saying Mims. I mean, everyone he wasn't even arguing. <laughs> no. Uh, geez, but this is why I'm
1: hot. Mims call every time I see yeah. Mims. <laughs> that's all you gotta do man that's all it takes we
0: i i need to get a clip made that's um the just updating the marvin mims, <laughs> this is why i'm hot but for or sorry deadzell yeah, same, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same exact thing but with different clips just like the david bell mix-up you know it's it, yeah it happens. it's perfect
1: yeah. we actually have a good yeah. mims now it's gonna be great
0: yeah
1: can we like our david bell highlight reel how is he doing <laughs> is he still managing the reds well is that the one <laughs> highlight reel that worked <laughs> the reds Um, i don't think are very good so probably not. god damn it (laughs) come on give us us been bad for a long time was it like Uh, so bad that the expectations are so low that he like he doesn't get fired so like (laughs) we are you telling me we we did david bell in too (laughs) yeah but i mean no one ever expected them to be good they've been they've been in a rebuild for a while now listen listen nick
0: have you how many have you drafted off of your own ranks up? I've drafted yet, off of my own ranks.
1: Yeah, I wasn't gonna put them up until I, I drafted off of them. And so, did you
0: did you bowl in I mean, I'm out? not
1: gonna go all only off my ranks. You know what I mean? I gotta I gotta mix it oh, up and have some fun. Do
0: as I say, not as I do. Legendary Upside deck Calves.
1: <laughs> I, I literally say in the rankings, don't just draft off these. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think the you know the ADP thing, like it is baked in but you got to decide how much you want to live a little basically. And I think, I think with a a room like this, we we haven't done this yet. We're looking for rookie shots, right? We wanted, we wanted some more rookie upside with uh, the wide receiver room that we already built.
0: I, my, my, my whole thing is it'll come to You you can't force it, right? Right. Like it'll be very natural, organic love. It will be a player that in our heart of hearts, we really, really like. Um, if we try to pick a player that sucks to mush, it won't work. We got to pick a player. We no, need.
1: we have to ruin someone's career who we who are rooting for. <laughs> who we're super yeah. excited about. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. This, Ideally, we
1: just pick no one this year. I mean, year. maybe we just take a year no. off from picking a player. No, no, no uh, we won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, We've honestly, it's, it's going can... to happen. It's going to happen.
0: So far, it's looking like Marvin Mims, and I am sorry. M- this is true. On the Swolecast, Pat was there that episode. We did curse Bumper Pool, who went undrafted. Did he have like a third round projection or I think something? He had like a fifth or sixth. It was pretty okay. late. Still I was sort agreed.
1: of cheating by even bringing him up. <laughs> but I mean, the, the man's name is
0: Bumper Pool. I wasn't going to not mention him on the Swolecast. <laughs> yeah. I was very invested in him, so much so that I checked in on where he landed for the first time this afternoon on the Swolecast. He is on the Panthers. He uh, got, did sign with the Panthers as a UDFA, so shout-out, Bumper. There's not even a uh, lot of cool. good candidates for this year's
1: Visca Sky. I mean, like, I it's just not a – like, this, the, the start of the second round was Jonathan Mingo. Like, there weren't you know, I mean, and Mingo might be interesting, but he's not going to be our kind of interesting usually. McBride? Does that do anything yeah, for I'm you? Yeah,
0: I'm good with McBride. Sure. Jelani. Unless there's. I mean, Pat, re- read us your ranks, please. <laughs> Trey McBride is Pat's highest available tight end. So. Jelani is... it would be the next one on my board. Um, <laughs> st- stop using my ranks.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, after those two, I think Isaiah likely well, I'm is. totally go boxed out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yell. Because to be honest, I might have made a case for Jelani. Just because I feel like Jelani right now, but I'm like, ugh, wow. I've already decided we must take Trey McBride. I mean I take I, a lot of I Jelani, hope, but it's. I, I hope I when it.
0: this show's over, you go into your rankings and flip Jelani Woods and Trey McBride. Otherwise, it'd be kind of disingenuous to your subs.
1: Now so you know what it is. This is why this is why I have McBride first is because I'm already taking a bunch of Jelani Woods as as should you when you're tra- when you're drafting Anthony Richardson. Get that correlation. But hey. You know, Trey McBride, not a bad pick. We don't want to be too overweight on Jelani Woods. So uh, that's that's the rational. Rational Pat said take Trey McBride, and I think you go with rational Pat in this case. Guys. Emotional Pat, Pat yeah. wants to take Jelani. The only clip that we've made this year, we had Darnell Washington made for us, and he got a medal. <laughs> He's already, we've already ruined Darnell yeah, Washington. He got we ruined did. during the draft. Yep. Sorry about that, Darnell. It's <laughs> it is true.
0: It is true. I mean, Van um, Jefferson
1: is – I know the ETR guys love him.
0: I'm fine with a boring-ass pick. <laughs> that took me a minute.
1: Um. So Isaiah Hodgins is the top guy in patch rankings? <laughs> I'm fine with Hodgins. I, I mean, look at this eight-pick ADP value. Boom. We can. I mean, we can take Van's on this year. I just don't know why we would. Van is a pretty big value, right? I mean, they have no one. The Rams, like, don't have players. So,
0: yeah. You what do you guys think about Hodgins' chances of,
1: like, how much secu- how much security does um, Hodgins have in, just in terms of running routes? Probably not a ton, but, like, he might actually be good is the thing that I'm kind of excited about. Like, it's not hard to elevate out of this group either, right? Right, right. I'm kind of like, I this is a bet I'm willing to make on talent at, in a crowded room where he ended the year as a starter, playing a lot and playing effectively. And, like, had the connection with Dable. Dable brought him over from Buffalo and grabbed him as soon as he got, you know, put on the practice squad or released or whatever it was, and then started using him. Like, he obviously saw something in him when they were together in Buffalo. Brought him in in in-season and played him. And he was good. Yeah. He effective. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Phillips said he might not make the team, but I'm curious if he means Van or Hodgins. (laughs) Hopefully Van. Someone tell me. Someone sent me a link of Van getting cut. Like that's what I need to read. That's that's mean. Van's apparently a really nice guy. I, you know what, man, I apologize. I don't think either guy gets cut. They're both on cheap deals. I think
0: it's been so long since I forgot about your Van Jefferson bit, man. That that one was a while ago.
1: Yeah, we didn't hear a whole lot about him last year, did we, Pete? (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh the, ch- the chat's really curious about a, a three quarterback for this build i do not think this is a three quarterback build i feel two and yeah. in, in car feel like a two qb build to me where are you guys at on that i'm in feels two qb to me as well yeah i I mean i guess you could do something with like the mac jones Ramondre, but i, I just mm. i don't i don't Why? see what these guys are adding to that
1: I mean, I think people are probably concerned about Tua with concussions and those things, but, like, we're making a bet on Tua at this stage. Oh, this team's dead. If Tua really starts a running into concussion issues, he, this team's dead. Exactly. We took Tua over Anthony Richardson. Like, right. I mean, he's got to score a lot of points to make that worth it. Yeah, and he can. He was going to be the late-round star QB last year until the concussions do mm-hmm. real this season. He was looking fantastic. I mean, remember how stoked we were that we got him on our, our 10K team? I mean, yep. like, he was yeah. that guy for a bit
0: yeah he was awesome the question is is this a sixth running back or ninth wide receiver team that's i think the question can we can we see what we got going on wide receiver on our team are Tari- available
1: no on our team tyreek Olave, mike williams Traylon burks
0: our first five Tyler are Lockett, solid five in the top 76 and then uh rice mims and hodgins i really I think, think you're we're- just
1: spike we cunning like the yeah. guy we should just take a guy who we think can give us a big spike week in the playoffs, it doesn't matter which position.
0: Little Izzy with our uh keep building yeah. out our uh AFCE springbacks
1: or Evan Hole is a pretty fun one for the day three running backs. Mm. Yeah, Evan what do you think about him, Pat? You like him? I found this on the web. I like my I, I, I think he's more interesting than Chase Brown, um, like as a prospect, yeah, yeah. you know. Do you like hole over
0: Izzy, though?
1: I mean, I like Izzy better as a prospect. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's less crowded and more straightforward. I'm a little concerned that Izzy, even if Bryce doesn't... or I mean, Brees gets injured or gets hurt or whatever. Like, they still have Michael Carter. They still have Zonovan Knight. It took him in the fifth round. It's not like they went out of their way to make sure to get this guy to be their backup running back. I think he'd be a little more in a competitive situation. Maybe hole would, too, with Zach Moss and Deion Jackson. I don't know. This isn't exactly a spoiler since he is at the top of my ranks, but like <coughs> I do like Chuba Hubbard a lot. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a clear handcuff, and so I don't know. That would be.
0: I can take that, that swing. The most goddamn. This is yeah. boring. When I just doubt the guy. No, oh, I yeah. I love Ch- Chuba. I think uh, I've taken in like almost every one of my drafts well, so far. This guy just no, took no. his eighth running back, right? Uh, I thought yeah, it was safe that's to a, talk about him. That's crazy. So this guy has hurts and Lance eight running backs. He also sniped us on Jawan Johnson. Jeez. It's been brutal.
1: Um I think like Tillman would be an option, an option at wide receiver. Um That's like a spike. We guy you could talk yourself into, but
0: I'm down like for Izzy. any of these four rookies here. I
1: would vote Izzy. He's a speed back. Got size. All right. I'm in.
0: Just, just in like case his... the Dolphins play the Jets in Week 17 instead of the cool, Patriots, baby. you know we got to kind of cover our bases. Yep. There it is, my draft number seven in the books. <laughs> Tua and Derek Carr. We got Tua stacked with uh, Tyree Kill and also Jeff Wilson in there. We got Derek Carr stacked with Chris Olave and also Kendra Miller in there. Our uh, the rest of our running backs: Ramondre, Javante Williams, Eli Mitchell, and Izzy. Uh, Our wide receivers, I mentioned Hill and Olave, also Mike Williams, Traylon Burks, Tyler Lockett, Rashi Rice, Marvin Mims, Isaiah Hodgins, tight ends, George Kittle, Trey McBride. Pretty nice team. That's pretty Pretty, nice team. pretty, Pretty nice team. Don't mind it at all. Don't mind it at all. Um, oh, yeah. I could have taken JJ Taylor. I was curious, Pat, where you had Rojo in your rankings. Um, Pretty low. Did he... I've got, I think he, it's, oh, I he's, think right he's here. At like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Is he ahead of ADP?
0: Um, I think maybe slightly. Well, you have it at 215. So it's kind of a cop out. You know, yeah. you'll never really find yeah. out if you're ahead of ADP out of.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I have taken him, but I've taken him. I, I don't think I've taken him at Best Ball Mania. I've taken him on DraftKings in 20 rounds. You got to believe I'm taking Rojo. I mean, until, until the day Zeke signs, I will select him. That's not, the only not, reason. Never anything.
0: You said that's the only reason you want to play on DraftKings, right? Is So you get two extra rounds to help justify being able to select Ronald Jones, who's just outside of your top two fifteen. <laughs> not a. That's not, right.
1: Yeah. That's right. That's why I'm
0: playing on Draft. I'm doing the DraftKings 555s primarily to get my Rojo exposure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's only logical. I I mean, didn't Levitan one. Didn't he win like the five 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 or something close to that last year on DraftKings? And his tight end room was just like all of his uh, penis size model guys. It was like <laughs> it was like Alberto. Um, who, who's Harum uh, is on that for Parham, sure? Harum was on it. Yeah, it was just like, you bit equity pays off. I think that's what we've learned, yeah. guys. Yeah.
1: Um, Did that last pick never come in?
0: Uh, I think it's just like a, a glitch thing here. You're you're waiting with a bated breath here. Yeah, Jelani Woods. There you go. Okay, right there you go. There it is. There you go. Also took
1: Dwayne McBride, who's just kind of a fun dart throw guy, seventh round pick. But
0: yeah, Um, Ben, is it was this your first uh, best ball mania team? It was.
1: It was. All right. Nice. How you feeling? I thought it was a good team. I'm excited. I'm gonna and like I said, excited to get my my feet wet. I'm excited to see if I can uh, draft some of my own and a different state this year um, trying to get like confirmation that that's going to be all above board legally to do it. And, you know, with as a citizen of uh, uh, a state that hates all of fantasy sports, but yeah, um, <laughs> I got to get, I got to get, I got to pay hey, more just attention. My camera's working since this is going to be used in court later. I don't want to, I don't want to be frozen. For this <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to, um, I've been relying on you guys for the last couple of years every time we draft to handle all the structural stuff and to be – because you guys are so plugged in on that stuff. I'm going to have some work uh, cut out for myself. I'm going to start drafting a whole bunch of teams on my own. I'm going to have to get up to speed quick, so I'm
0: excited to do that. Yeah, dude. That's Well, I, I recommend checking out
1: Legendary
0: Upside. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm honestly excited to see? I want. I want to see Ben – <laughs> blast off on underdog and then i want to see ben's exposures because ben strikes me as a guy who would just be like yeah i have 65 percent like rashi rice like I can, he's gonna flip over the cards and just be all in it. i can't wait to
1: Dude, see you it. guys in your you know i like, eh, gotta let the room diversify for me like i'm i'm probably not gonna do that a whole lot what do you think what do you think <laughs> you'll be like in terms of exposure like how high I, the people get i'm gonna i, I won't be at 65 percent. i'm gonna try hard to to build a more well-rounded portfolio and then you know the high stakes stuff we do the stuff that i've normally done my redraft stuff that's where i'll be heavily exposed to certain players i mean we talk about like we joke about like the sky more stuff i was actually thinking about that as we were talking about the players that we um have nuked in the past the one guy that all summer last year we were like this guy's price makes no sense we were all in agreement on and we loved and we maybe were more exposed to than sky more was gary wilson and that worked out pretty effectively like that's true so anyway, yeah. the, that's a guy that came to mind just now when we were talking about the sixty-five percent. Like I had him on at least sixty-five percent of my high stakes teams. Like he was on a lot of my main event teams. Yep. Which is like was helpful. But, um, I yeah, I I think I'll I'll save the concentration for those formats. I think I will try hard to do a little bit more portfolio and learn some lessons from you guys, especially Pat. I mean, your winning team. Like one of the things we talked about it was how it was so idealistic like there's a lot of guys on there that you didn't even necessarily love like you were right intentionally right. trying to build an intelligent team you have to build an intelligent team that's just how it works so,
0: i'm over know. here you know playing uh taekwon thornton at men's salary on DraftKings every single goddamn week of the season it Pat's like yeah i took him once at best Ball media for two <laughs> but $2, it's million. gonna work <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> All right. Anything else uh, going on? I'm sure Pat's on the clock somewhere. Uh, Gretch, you got anything coming out here? Stealing signals. You referenced some pods uh, with Sean that I'm excited to hear here. Rashi Rice, love.
1: Yeah. Well, we just did one to wrap up the the draft because we did our live day two stream that you joined us for, which was great. We released some of those on the, on the podcast feed, but we just did one today to kind of talk a little bit about the day three guys, talk about um, a few more of the day two guys in depth, uh, including Rice. Over at Stealing Signals, I'm gonna start uh, projections a lot earlier this year, so I've already started to work on that. I'm gonna have some posts reviewing last year's projections, which is something I did years ago at CBS, and I've referenced a lot. And honestly, one of the most valuable exercises I've ever done. And I don't know, like, I don't know why we don't see more of it in the industry, honestly. But um, I don't see a lot of people do like the full review of their numbers from the year prior. And, I'm going to go really in-depth on it, I think. Go, like, really team by team and be like, this is how far off I was. But, like, show what the assumptions I made were and how wrong I was. I think that's super helpful when you think about the assumptions we're making right now about various Mm -hmm. players, right? What their workloads are going to be and everything. It's not going to be helpful for those players other than to consider – I mean, I would love to come on with the bros, John. That sounds great. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that will be – a fun little exercise for maybe a, a week as i get started on projections and then i'm going to start doing all my projections start writing them up start having some fun stuff um and, and related to that a lot of content can be built off of those obviously a lot of research and stuff coming off of that so that'll be a fun thing throughout may and june that's coming and stealing students nice. love it
0: um also just a heads up our schedule might be a little wonky next week gretch has something my parents are coming into town next wednesday night so we will, we will figure something out. We should have something for you um, regardless, but uh, stay tuned for that. We'll let you know on the Ship Chasing Twitter and in the Discord. Um, like I said, leave a comment on this video if you want to be entered into my giveaway for when I hit uh, 15K subs on my channel. And, uh, Pat, anything else uh, on your end here? I'll note that
1: uh, I had a podcast episode today, uh, Legendary Upside Podcast with uh, Kevin Cole. Um, reviewing some of the draft stuff talking real life football a bit but also he has uh, his wide receiver and running back model Uh, so we went through that and um, did a Dynasty Mailbag podcast with Jacob Sanderson and Davis Matic Uh, both those you can listen to wherever you listen to podcasts
0: awesome Uh, appreciate you guys in the chat plenty more drafting on tap this summer here from the ship chasing crew looking forward to it Have a wonderful night here from Sheep Chasing. We appreciate you all. Have a good night.